Welcome to Chicana and Latina Moms Podcast. This space is created for all my Chicana and Latina sisters. I will touch base on mental health awareness to be able to help you understand different ways of implementing self-care and self-love. And also to remind you, que no estás sola. I want to also let you know that this is an evolución. Unidas creamos cambio, pero solo con acción. Hey, my Chicana and Latina sisters, please do not forget to leave a review and give me your feedback. I would really appreciate it. This also helps other new listeners know what we're about. Gracias. Hola, my Chicana and Latina moms. Como están? Thank you so much for being here. My name is Amapola Ramirez. I am the creator and host of this podcast. And I created this space for us Chicana and Latinas so we can discuss topics on mental health and just life as mommies. All the struggles and all the beautiful things that we go through at the same time or separately. <laughs> and before we start, I would like for you to join me to take a deep breath. Hold it if you can. And release. One more time. Take a deep breath. Hold it. And release. Also relax your tongue. If your tongue is touching the top of your mouth, just relax your tongue. That could also be a sign of anxiety and stress. Be mindful of that tongue and your jaw. Relax your, your face muscles. And let's listen to silence. Sometimes it helps to, to make time to take deep breaths in that manner. It really does. So for those of you who follow me on Instagram, I did post an invite for anyone who is interested in sharing their story. And you are welcome to be on the podcast. If you don't want to, that's still okay. You can also email me your story and I can read it and publish it on this episode. You don't have to use your real name. You'll know who you are when I read the story. And just know that this space is not just for me. It's for all of us. So that we can relate and share our hearts, our thoughts, and obviously our stories. We all have a story. Todos tenemos una historia. Todos en este mundo tenemos una historia. A veces hay personas que no las quieren compartir and that's still okay. But if you are ready to share your story to help someone else, I'm here for you to support you. So today we have a mom, a beautiful mommy chingona, Lucero Campo. And Lucero reached out and said, hey, I want to be part of this story. And I'm sorry if you're hearing background noise, but um, I'm still working from home. <laughs> And I can't control it. Se me voy al otro lado va a estar igual. So, bear with me. 
Um, Lucero Campo was born in Mexico City. She was brought into the U.S. at seven years old, and she became a mom at 18 years old and had her second daughter at 19. In 2020, she graduated with a Bachelor's of Science in Healthcare Administration. She has her own business, lawn care business, and also a full-time job as a senior living advisor. She also has a podcast and which she will be talking to us, discovering your greatest potential, and she hopes to motivate and empower other mothers. And what she's gonna talk to us today is overcoming challenges in her life and how challenging it was for her, but how beautiful outcome she received at the end because she learned so many things. So let's get started and hear Lucero Campos' story. Hola, Chicana and Latina moms. ¿Cómo están? I have a beautiful guest here. She's a mommy. Her name is Lucero Campos. Hola, Lucero. ¿Cómo estás? Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me here. I'm so excited to be here today. Yes, I was on your podcast. You can you tell our listeners about your podcast. Sure. So my podcast um, is also about moms. Um, I want to let other moms know that what they're going through, I'm sure another mom is going through it. Um, and then also like how to overcome that feeling if they're feeling stressed, alone, um, and just to share things on how we can get back in shape or um, take care of ourselves a little bit. So it's a little bit about everything, but focusing on moms, of course. Yeah. And where can they find your podcast and... Yeah, so they can find it um, almost on every platform. So I have it on Anchor, um, Spotify. It was recently uploaded to Apple Podcasts and then Google Podcasts. Um, and then some other three. I think it was Breaker and I don't remember the other two. Yeah, and it's finding your greatest potential, right? Yeah. Um, discovering. Oh, discovering. El andando cambiando el title. Yeah, discovering. Exactly. Yes, discovering your potential mom edition. Oh, I love it. I love it. And yeah, I was on your podcast. It was an honor to be there as well. So um, thank you for now being here at your podcast as well. <laughs> All of our podcasts, um, Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. And in today's episode, um, you know, I did post on Instagram for people for mommies, whoever wants to share their story, and you reached out and said, "Hey, I want, I would love to share my story, and um, what you would like to talk to us is about those life's challenges, right? Like things that you've gone through that maybe other moms can also, um, you know, learn from." So I know you mentioned life challenges. So tell us a little bit about you, your kids, whatever you feel like sharing with us, and. You know, and why Why do you want to share this topic of life challenges? Yeah, so I actually, um, I do have two daughters. And I feel like we all go through challenges in life. But sometimes we let those challenges get to us and they don't let us move forward. Um, so for me, I think that I saw those challenges, like, you know, chasing me. And I couldn't get away from them. But... I think that I changed my mindset to know like, okay, well, this is happening to me, but I'm not going to let it get to me. There are going to be times where I feel like I can't do it, but I can just keep pushing myself and they will eventually be overcome. So 
um, you know, I had my daughters as a teenager. So then after that, um, I was still trying to get my college education. Um, so it was it was a lot of things. And then, of course, like my relationship wasn't the healthiest. So it was it was um, a lot of challenges that I faced. But I think now when I think back, I know what I did and how I can share that. I can share what I did to motivate and help other people, especially moms overcome those challenges that sometimes sometimes we feel we can't overcome. Yeah. And and you were a young mom, right? And and I think many of our listeners can um relate, you know, being young mothers and thinking, pues aquí ya, ya se acabó, especially because a lot of our parents, right? Many parents will say, yeah, you have kids, like kind of forget about your dreams, forget about your life. It's all about the kids. Like we kind of get that message sometimes and it's not true, right? So um, you're, you said you're a young mom, you have two daughters and marriage, right? Relationship itself is another journey and it's like, whew, it's difficult, what has been one of the most difficult things for you in your life? Um, I know there's many, right? Probably we all have many, a list, but um, what stands out for you and, you know, if you want to share? Um, so I think that the, like the biggest challenge that I had was loving myself. I think I became very insecure after I had my daughter. So I became very insecure and, you know, Everything my husband did, I was, you know, thinking the worst because I was so insecure of myself. And then, of course, I had my second daughter. And then, you know, our bodies changes so much. Um, so it, it was it was hard. Um, and, you know, for a very long time, what my oldest daughter is five. And I didn't know how to love myself. So I think learning to love myself again um, was something that I worked on for a long time. And now that I'm here, you know, that, I, that I'm secure again and I know things will be okay, it, it's like life-changing. Um, everything around me is different now and I see it a different way. So that was the hardest yeah. thing for me to, to learn, but we can get there. It's mm-hmm. hard, but we can get there. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think you're right. One of the difficult things, right, um, in life is how do I love myself? How do I feel and well how do I accept myself in my body right we become moms our body changes I mean we gain weight right while we're pregnant and then after but to remove that weight is just like sometimes a little difficult and we look at our body and then we start doubting oh my god you know what if like you know I've heard many also say like what if my partner cheats on me or they leave me for somebody else look at how I look and there's like that that unhappy right in our hearts that starts to kind of show with the relationships around us um so how did you you know how did you gain that like self-love for yourself um so I think you know going through sleepless nights um crying being depressed stressed out and then of course like you know like you said you know thinking that my partner was looking at somebody else, it was very draining. Um, I think I wasn't wasn't at peace. Um, So then when I realized that I could find peace in knowing that if I loved myself a little bit more, then those insecurities will eventually go away. So, 
you know, you know, feeling those things like, you know, I'm sad, I'm crying. I'm thinking that my husband's well, I know my husband's at work, but is he really like, I don't know if he's doing, I don't know what he's doing because like I said, I was so insecure and, and then knowing that if I got up early in the morning, like earlier than my daughter, then I could have time for myself. I could, I could have time to work out or do my makeup and my hair before all the chaos started around the house. Yeah. Um, it, it could benefit me. And then of course, reading books, um, and then changing my environment, you know, it, it affects us so much who we hang out with Yes. because if we're with a person who doesn't have like that growth mindset that they want to, they want more from this for themselves, then you're, you're sort of stuck. You're going to have that mentality like that other person. Um, so then of course also changing the people who I hung out, who I hung around with, um, and yeah, like learning about myself, like taking that extra time to, for me to be prettier and to read about how I could take a deep breath and things would, you know, ease up a little bit. So yeah, I think that's what I did in order to get to that place um, where I am now. Yeah, I like how you said change our environment. Sometimes we don't really think of that. We think of just like, Okay, well, I'm just going to, you know, which is good. There's nothing wrong with like getting a book and reading video. I mean, watching videos and, um, you know, being okay, I'm going to meditate. But then, yes, changing our environment, the people that we surround ourselves with, are they supportive? Are they being judgmental? Right? Like, what are you doing? Or, or, you know, I've seen people say like, come on, let's go drink. Right? And it's like, yeah, no, but they're like, what do you mean? So, it's it's really important. I mean, sometimes we go back and think like, well, that's only in high school, you know, kids should should be the ones looking out for that because they're young and they're developing. No, like even us as adults, we still have to keep an eye on who we're surrounding ourselves with, right? It it does affect our mental health and our we don't want we want to take care of our peace. We don't want to be in chaos. Um so that that's really good. I love how you express that because um, you were mindful, right? You're very mindful of um, the individuals, well, certain individuals, right, um, in your life, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, that's, that's really important because um, I know that you mentioned, you know, people say, well, let's go out and party. Uh, but then my focus is on it, like, I know where my focus is. So like, if I'm looking to be somewhere in life and then somebody tells me, well, let's go out to drink uh, or let's have fun. And then I'm not a drinker. I, I think I experienced my, I saw my drink so much that it traumatized me. So I'm like, I don't ever want to be in that situation where, where I wake up the next day and I'm like, I'm not feeling well and I'm throwing up. So I, I didn't want that, but I'm not going to lie. I did try to escape my stress and depression that round and, it, it, um, so it didn't work. And then when I had other people mm-hmm. invite me out to drink or they're like, let's go to the club. And I've never been that type of person that likes to go out to the club or get drunk. Um, then I, I'm like, okay, well, they're looking at me weird because I'm being different, which different yeah. is good now that I'm, you know, I'm more mature. I'm like, different is good. I don't want to be like someone else because... Then I'm mm-hmm. going to get distracted from what I want. Um, so that's when I changed 
my environment. I'm not around those people anymore that don't look at me weird because I'm not doing what they're doing. So different yeah. and change is good for us. Yeah. Yeah, it takes courage. It definitely takes courage. Um, I can definitely relate to that. You know, I would go to clubs, but not to drink. I love to dance. But the friends, you know, that I would go with, they would get wasted. So I was always a rescuer, like taking care of them, making sure, you know, I the, the sober one. Um, and I didn't mind. I mean, I, you know, I wanted to help and take care of them. I care for them. But I noticed that with time, I started feeling like an outsider because I wasn't just, I couldn't be part of that drinking space, right? So I did, I had to remove myself slowly, not because I, you know, I don't care for them, but it's just like, I was like, yeah, I don't think I can really um, like be in this space. Even though I wasn't doing it, it was still at some extent, um, not fulfilling me if that makes sense so I totally understand like what you're what you're saying so um, another thing I want to add based on your what you're sharing about changing our environment Um, so obviously you know we change our environment from a negative to a positive so how was that shift how did you start creating a better positive you know environment like with people that are supportive did you start, what did you start doing to to connect with other people that have similar mindsets? So at first I started believing in myself because I was so, I was surrounded by so many people who judged me because I became a teen mom and they were like, your life is over. You're not mm-hmm. going to be able to graduate college. You're going to do this. And you know, all that negativity was getting to me too. Yeah. So in order to get past that negativity, I knew I had to believe in myself. Like nobody else believes in me. So I have to believe in myself to know that I can I can do this. This is possible. It's not impossible. It's going to be hard, but it's not impossible. So yeah. I started by believing in myself. And then, of course, um, you know, like you said, little by little, you start distancing yourself from people who are not in the same mindset that you are in. So... And then after that, of course, you you start looking for people who want to, who want to mentor you or who want to share ideas on on how to grow in life. Um, so then I think that's how I started incorporating different things into my life. Where now um, I, I believe in myself, of course. And then if I have a question about something that I'm unsure of, then I know who to reach out to because. Um, I learned that the worst thing a person can say is no. So if I come mm-hmm. to you and I want I want advice or if I want you to share an idea of how to do my podcast and you say no, then I'm like, okay, well, that's okay. I can go ask somebody else mm-hmm. because that's the worst you can say to me. Um, so learning to reach out to other people and knowing that the worst they can say to me is no, but then the next person is going to say yes. Um, and then I'll be fine. Um, and of course I can learn, um, to keep growing in life because we're not perfect and, um, we graduate school, but we're still going to keep learning how Mm -hmm. to deal with life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes, right. Um, if we don't ask for help and yeah, the worst thing we could hear is no, but if we don't ask for help, I mean, 
there's this interfere, right? We stop ourselves from growing, but I'm glad that you are able to, to see that because there's always going to be someone and someone else who will be willing to answer that question, right? And to, um, to help in any way. I mean, look at how many human beings were on this planet, you know? And sometimes we're over here like, oh my God, this one person out of billions of people rejected me. And it's like, sometimes, you know, in our mind, we have to be like, who cares? Move on. <laughs> I tell myself like, just move on, just keep going. <laughs> um, but okay. So then, you know, I think overall what you're saying is just, you love yourself, right? You made time for yourself and it just kind of started opening all these like amazing doors, like avenues, right? Of opportunities. And you gave yourself courage and like people who were judging, right? We're like, oh, you're a teen mom, like, or very, you're very young. Um, you know, it's, it's all about the child now. It's interesting. I really wonder how that started. I mean, in a way I have an idea, right? But it's interesting how it still continues to exist in this 2021. People still think, right, that moms who are pregnant at a young age are not able to succeed. It's kind of like, oh, forget it. I mean, we're we're not meant just to have children. You know what I mean? We we have a purpose. Um, but if we look back into history, right, and how unfortunately, unfortunately, and somewhat fortunately, right, and we dissected a very detailed, but um, back in the day, it's like women would stay home and just have kids and cook and clean, you know? And now it's like, no, now you can be a, a mom boss, you know, mom, mom entrepreneur, you can still succeed. And, um, and yeah, it, it starts with oneself. How do you teach that to your daughters? What you're sharing with um, us, how do you teach that to them? I know by modeling yeah. it, right? But <laughs> it's so, you know, I didn't grow up with my mom. I grew up with her a little bit, but then I didn't like, you know, as a teenager, I didn't grow up with her. Um, it was my dad who, who raised me, who taught me how to cook. And then he was never the type of person who would leave us at home when he had to work. And, you know, I come from immigrant families. So, um, you know, my dad was like a handyman. And, well, he, he was because he doesn't work anymore, but he's still living, thank God. Oh, good. <laughs> so he was never the type of person to leave us home. Like, you know, in the summertime, there was no such a thing as you're going to stay home and do nothing. Like, you're going to get up and you're going to go to work with me because eventually you're going to start working and, you know, he's taking care of us. But we knew that in the future it, it was not going to happen that way. Yeah. So I learned that I had to work. Um, but I also knew that he had the, he had the flexibility to go work whenever he wanted to. Um, and I was like, you know, that's what I want to do in the future. So now uh, I do the same thing with my daughter, you know, like if I, I do have like a lawn care business, which is what my dad used to do before he went back to Mexico. Mm. Um, and I self taught myself how to do this. Like I will see my dad doing it. Um, and then when he left, I was like, you know, I want to do what he's doing because it's going to give me like some income while I do graduate college. So, you know, I would wake up early and, you know, my daughter was like, well, I don't want to get up. It's, it's too early. I'm tired. And I'm like, you can sleep in the car and then you can play outside, like, you know, while I'm working. 
Mm-hmm. So I think that at times when I don't know, they're like, I don't want to spoil them. So if they're like, Mom, can I have a toy? I'm like, Did you work? And yeah. She's like, no. <laughs> Did you so earn then it? She's like, Yeah. So she's like, Okay, well, we have to go to work to get money, and then we can give that toy. So no, like teaching them that things are not going to be free in life; that they actually have to work for it. Yeah. Um, and then of course. You know, I think they've seen that I don't give up. Um, you know, learning the lawn care business was not easy. Um, and then, of course, they saw me graduate school. Um, and now they, you know, now I'm, I homeschool one of my daughters. Um, I work full time. I'm a, you know, I take care of the house and my husband. So I think that they, with them seeing that I do all that, they can sort of see oh you know my mom didn't give up even when things got hard um and then also like I said knowing since my dad raised me then my mindset was different because he wasn't like um my mother taught like I don't know if I'm making sense yeah um, but you know since a man raised me is very different from my mother yes so I think that sort of got in me and that's how I'm passing it on to my daughter saying they're really good kids, thank goodness. Um, and that's just how I've, you know, incorporated that into their lives. So now they know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just continuing that gift, right? Your dad gave you a gift and, you know, of um, teaching you how to earn things. If you want something, we have to work for it, right? It's not just easily given. I mean, our immigrant parents, right? They weren't just given the opportunity to cross over so easily, right? They worked for it. I mean, they had to save money para pagarle al coyote, you know? And and sometimes it's like borrowing money, right? My I know my parents borrowed money from my uncle to be able to like cross over and then they paid him back. And it was just like, it's interesting how just that dynamic happens. And then, then right, they have like your, your dad, he's like, okay, I'm going to give my daughter... And my, you know, what I know, this is my gift to her. And now you're handing over that gift to your daughter, right? That's what I'm hearing you say. And, um, you talk to her, you model it and it sounds like, you know, you're on the right path. It really, you really are. Um, and the law, lawn care business, right? It's just, that's a lot of work too, right? And it's, um, it's really awesome how it's kind of like that legacy, right? That, of your dad. I mean, he's in Mexico, you said, right? Yeah, he's in Mexico. And it, it is it is hard. But, you know, like you said, my dad would always say to us, um, ya los puse ahí, you know, like, ya te traje de México a Estados Unidos, donde hay más oportunidades. Now it's up to you to do what you can, because that's the best I could do for you. Yeah. So that, that stuck with me. And, um, you know, when, like I said, nobody believed that I could graduate school. And, you know, there were times I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be able to do it. Um, but eventually it happened. So I am grateful that he that he brought me here. And that he not only taught me how to, you know, work, but also gave, like, you know, pushed me to want to graduate school and then, you know, build a better life for, for my daughters. Um, so yeah I'm grateful I'm grateful um and I'm never gonna forget where I come from because Mm -hmm. like I said even though I do have a college degree I do have the ability to work from home full-time but I also have this long-term business that my dad taught me how to do and it it just keeps me 
um, it keeps my feet on the ground. You know, when I'm trying to complain about something, I'm like, you know, my dad, I never saw him complain about anything. So there's nothing that I can complain about right now. Yeah. Yeah, that is so beautiful. Like, like to hear um, you're honoring him and, you know, he gave you, again, this this gift. And, yeah, the message that was given over, right? Like you said, he said, okay, I crossed you over. Here you are. Here's the, the dream, right? Um, the American dream. And now you have to make it work. And you did. And you are. And you are. That is so awesome um, because now, you know, your daughters, there is another chapter there, right? Uh, you're leaving also a legacy with them as well. I mean, we're not going anywhere yet, but <laughs> eventually with time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I totally hear you. My parents were the same. I, I asked my mom, why did you move? She's like, yo no quería que ustedes vivieran en una casa de cartón. I mean, that's how poor, you know, they grow up. And it sounds like, wow, I I can't imagine, you know, I think we're grateful that they were able to give us whatever they could here, right? And we didn't suffer as much as the poverty that they suffered. But I mean, it's it's interesting. They're workaholic. They're very workaholic. And I think at that point, it's like taking it in, but at the same time, learning how to implement that self-care, right? And that self-love to know, like, wait a minute, am I burned out with everything that I'm doing because our parents do teach us that to work, 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 work. And then we're like on a work mode and it's like, yeah, pero ya me cansé, pero tú síguele. You know, but then it's like, all right, hold on. It's okay to take a break, right? It's okay to be like, all right, voy a descansar. Because I, I don't know if you can um, uh, relate to this, but it was always like Sundays were the only days that I honestly saw my parents just chill. Just Sundays, like one day out of seven days. <laughs> and I'm like, that was fun, but... But either way, there was a message, you know, there was a message of like you work first, you work, then you play kind of thing. Right. First you work and then you can have fun. Yeah. So. And I think that's one of the other things that also can help that helped me overcome my challenges, because, you know, people have that idea that you have to have a lot of money to go on, you know, like a mini vacation or just, mm -hmm. you know, to go distract yourself. And for me, it was never that way. I'm like, you know, if I have this much, I don't care. Like, I'm going out of town for, like, a day or two. Yeah. Um, just to get out of that routine. Because, like you said, um, my parents, it was very rare. Like, you know, my dad, we would go to church Sundays. But then he was like, oh, okay, what are they trabajar? Tenemos que ir a trabajar. Um, so we would go to work and then like for me now that I'm working from home, like, you know, I work like Tuesday through Saturday mm -hmm. and then Sundays, like every other Saturday, every other Saturday I work, um, no, every other Sunday, sorry, every other Sunday I work, mm -hmm. um, in the lawn care business. And then that means that I only have like every other Sunday to actually take a day off because then Mondays are the days that, um, that I'm doing like appointments if I have to take my car um, to get fixed or whatever it is. So it's, it's stressful, yeah. but it can be done. So, you know, it's okay to take a day off or two to just reset ourselves from whatever it is that is going on to, to help us get to that place that we want to be because we all have goals and, and setting goals, um, it's it's 
if you don't set a goal, then you don't know where you're going mm -hmm. um, or what you want to do. So that also helped me. Um, I'm like, okay, this is where I am, but this is where I want to be. Yeah. Um, so it, it helps. Yeah. Yeah. The, the goal setting is very important, right? If, if we wake up in the mornings and we don't know what we're going to do, um, you have to at least try to know what you want to do and what you need to do, right? To kind of have that goal and be like, ¿Qué voy a hacer hoy? Hmm. Um, and really process it. I always tell people, like, write it down the night before or write out your week. And if it works out, great. If it doesn't, something else comes in, that's still okay. But at least you try to respect time and try to use time for um, as a benefit, right, for for you, To be able to say, okay, this or this is my goal of the day, this is the goal of the week, and this is the goal of the month. And this is my long-term goal, right? Like just, I, I like how you said that because it helps you assess like what it needs, what needs to be done. Um, and sometimes, like, like you said, you have to reset yourself and be like, all right, let me recharge and let me really organize my life. I think when we organize and like setting goals like you're talking about, um, I think it's like saying, this is how I want to live my life. And yes, I don't have control over it 100%, but the majority of, that I can, which may be 90% out of it, at least I feel like I'm in control to some extent, right? And get, because, you know, like you said, you went to um, college, you, you made a goal of going to college and now you're like, okay, that was my goal. I took the initiative and I accomplished it. So, um, it is possible to create a goal and complete it. Right. Like, and like you said, we're, we're not, ne we never stop learning. There's always something there to learn and to implement in our lives. Um, what our parents taught us, right. The life experiences, there was a reason, there was a reason why you became a young mom, right? Because now look at, now you're here sharing your story. Where other moms, right? And even on your podcast, right? Discovering your greatest potential. Like, you're able to share that. That is so awesome. We all have a story. We all have a story. That, and that's beautiful. And if we would all be okay in sharing, because there's people still that are not okay and wanting to share their story. And that's still okay. But when they do, they will change lives. Because other people will always relate. So what is one of the greatest advice that you can that you've done you've told other moms or that you would share with the moms on this podcast what advice do you have for them um if they're struggling and they start doubting themselves yeah that's a really good question and i think one of the first things that i would say to them is believe in yourself um you know because if everybody else is telling you that you can't do certain things and then you start believing that same thing then that's when, you know, your mindset is not going to be the best. Um, and, of course, you want to believe in yourself because when nobody else is believing in you, then who is? It has to be you. Mm -hmm. um, so always believe in yourself. And then, of course, you know, separate yourself from, and we went over this, but I guess this is like a review, like a recap. Yeah. Um, so, of course, um, remove people from your life that don't want to see you succeed because, you know, when you're, When you put your mind into something, then you're going to see people walk away from you because they were there, like, silently rooting for you to not succeed. Mm -hmm. um, 
so then that's when you know your circle is going to be smaller but that's okay because at the end it's going to be worth it and you're going to do what you want to do and um you know work on your goals and then the last thing i would say um is that you know your love your little kids are looking at you um and then every challenge every sleepless night um, it's worth it at the end when you've overcome all those challenges and things are way better because that's how it is for me. I never thought I would get, I see it this way, you know, like I saw, I, I would look at myself and I'm like, I'm never going to get out of this negativity. I'm never going to be, um, without stress or depression. But today I see myself and I'm like, oh my God, we made it. Yeah. And other people can, can do it too. Yeah. You're right. Querer es poder, right? And um, and we need to make time to implement that action to make it work. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Lucero, so much for sharing your heart, your thoughts, and, you know, part of your story of your life. Um, you know, life itself is is amazingly crazy, beautiful. <laughs> it's like a mixture of many things. Um and I think, yeah, you're right to be able to start with oneself and removing ourselves from those who are not supporting us and they can envy you in the download somewhat. You know, you can share or talk about something you're happy and if they don't really show excitement or they care for you, I mean, that right there, it shows, okay, they're not supportive or there's some sort of jealousy. You know, I, I hear that a lot, but it could be a prima, it could be a relative, <laughs> it could be a friend. I mean, you never know. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, and then I think, I, I think like one last thing that I do want to say is that people don't share their struggles. I have no idea why, yeah. but I think I like to, I, I like to tell others, you know, like I struggle a lot to be where I am now. Uh, and people, I guess people look at social media and see that, you know, we, we have like a picture painted on there that everything is happy, but we don't share the struggles we go through. So I think when somebody looks at another person, you realize that they go to, they struggle as well. They're just not sharing that um, with others too, because they're embarrassed or just because yeah. they don't want others to know that we struggle. But it's okay because we're all struggling. Um, but like I said, eventually things get better and it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. When we when we talk, we voice out our pain. It just like the wind takes it away from us, you know. But we have to make the time whenever we're all ready, right? To to do to express it really from the gut, from the heart, and release that pain, right? And and it helps because we will help each other. I mean, that's what. It's proven. I mean, we see, we sh we hear stories of others like, you know, you're sharing your story. I share my story. And and people always say, oh, my God, I thought I was the only one, you know? Mm -hmm. And no, yeah, we're not alone. We're all here juntas. Casi estamos separados, separadas, like, obviously, in different states and, you know, countries. Pero unidas de corazón, you know? Because I see a lot of support even on social media when there's that unity. And it's just so beautiful. That's so awesome. Well, thank you, Lucero Campos, very much um, for, again, sharing your heart and your mind. Um, I wish you the best. Continue to share in your podcast, Discovering Your Greatest Potential. And I will link her information on the notes. And gracias. Thank you so much. 
thank you. you for having me. You're very welcome. It was an honor to have you. And thank you, Chicana and Latina Mons, for listening. Stay tuned for more. Adios. Gracias por escuchar. Thank you so much for tuning in the Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Chicana underscore Latina Moms podcast. And also, don't forget to leave a review. Gracias.